Welcome to Immigrantly, your go-to podcast for candid conversations on race, identity, and the immigrant experience. I am your host, Sadia Khan. Now, how we navigate the holidays differs from person to person, from community to community. As Thanksgiving is around the corner, something we are grappling with this year, and frankly, many years, is how we come together for festivities and holiday celebrations when there is so much social upheaval and violence around us. Some may see Thanksgiving traditions as continuously important by gathering families, boosting morale, and creating a sense of community. Others may feel that celebration shouldn't continue as normal when there is very little sense of quote-unquote normalcy in our current geopolitical climate. For others, Thanksgiving wasn't a holiday to be celebrated in the first place. In our today's episode, I wanted to explore the adaptability of traditions. So I decided to turn to our own immigrantly team to find out what Thanksgiving looks like for them. speaking with our associate producer, Shay Yu, and content writer, Pippa Suki Carlson. And I asked them, what does Thanksgiving look like in your household? As well as, have these traditions changed based on personal preferences, social and political contexts, or anything else? We'll start with Shay, who reflects on their own experience on the day as someone who actually doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Hi, I'm Shay, the associate producer at Immigrantly. I'm Taiwanese-American, and both of my parents are immigrants from Taiwan, where Thanksgiving is not traditionally celebrated. I can't remember a single time when my family intentionally cooked and celebrated Thanksgiving. I mean, my family doesn't celebrate most holidays, but celebrating Thanksgiving in particular feels like even more of a stretch. There's just something very American about Thanksgiving. And I think there's something very American about most holidays. But while like Christmas can feel very European as well, I think because Thanksgiving is so deeply entrenched within the history of the United States, that it feels even more so quote-unquote American than other commonly celebrated holidays in the U.S. That being said, I grew up in pretty white suburbs in New Jersey. So while we never hosted Thanksgiving, we would go to family friend's house to celebrate, and my mom would bring pan-fried dumplings to Pollock dinners, and we would eat those alongside the traditional turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, and pumpkin pie. And it felt exciting to sit in on these traditions, especially as a kid. I felt like an honorary true American for that day, even though I would find, you know, most of the food pretty bland. And growing up, I would start to get nervous when the holidays rolled around because I wouldn't have anyone to celebrate it with my parents back in Taiwan and my brother in a different state. 
So starting in college specifically, I would lean more into Friendsgiving, using the holidays and the time off as a time to gather with my friends as opposed to my family. And this year, I'll do the same thing, where I'll be celebrating Friendsgiving as opposed to Thanksgiving. And I appreciate the time that we're given off. I like that the theme of the holiday is to be grateful, thankful, and appreciative. And I like that there's growing awareness and acknowledgement of the violence behind both Thanksgiving and the violent history of the United States. So while I wouldn't say that I celebrate Thanksgiving, but in terms of days and events I would celebrate, holidays typically fall pretty low on the list. I mean, I, li I like to celebrate birthdays, especially of the people I love. I like to celebrate milestones and achievements. But when it comes to celebrating a day that is born out of genocide, colonialism, and oppression, I think I'm good. But I'll still use the time that we're all given to spend it with the people that I love and care about. Thanksgiving being such an American holiday, it's often assumed that everyone in the U.S. celebrates it. But there are a lot of reasons not to, as she just shared with us. Of course, there are also some people who do celebrate Thanksgiving. Our content writer, Pippa Suki Carlson, said that Thanksgiving is a noteworthy holiday in her household, full of food gathering, and of course, difficult conversations. Hi, my name is Pippa Tsuki Carlson, and I'm a content writer here at Immigrantly and a student at Barnard College. When my sister and I went off to college, there were no questions about whether or not we were coming home for Thanksgiving. Being together as a family was important to us, and particularly for my mom. I often talk about her Japanese-American identity because that's what's been passed down to me. But maybe equally important is that she grew up in Austin, Texas. In Texas, Thanksgiving is big. And in our family, this means we eat big. Our typical Thanksgiving starts the night before. My mom bakes a cornbread that will be used for a cornbread dressing, a traditional Southern Thanksgiving dish. The next day, we wake up, and it's showtime. My mom, my sister, and I cook all day. We make mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, salads, the cornbread dressing, of course, the list goes on. Accompanying all of this is the blasting music from the kitchen speakers, overpowering the football on the TV. Sometimes it's jazz, other times it's the Hamilton soundtrack. When we finally sit down for dinner, there's gratitude to be done cooking and a little sigh of relief. But our mealtime conversations aren't always about joy and gratitude, though. We talk about politics, an inherently difficult or critical conversation, and grapple with Thanksgiving's history, too. The day for us is not at all about celebrating Americanness or patriotism. What we've deemed important about the tradition is our gathering, a ritual that generates and harnesses love amidst difficult times. And I think bringing this love back into our respective spaces, 
my parents into their work environments, my dad as an educator, me as a student, all of this can be pretty powerful. In hearing both She and Pepasuki's customs, I am reminded of the importance of the adaptability of tradition. Sure, it's established by the repetition of repeated action or ritual, but it's important that we have the agency. Yes, the agency to make changes based on our environment and feelings at any given time. At Immigrantly, it is our tradition to bring you a Thanksgiving episode annually, but we also know that this is not a day about gratitude for many of us. It is a day we remember a grim history of colonialism and oppression of Native Americans. It's a day to reflect on what it means to live in the United States, how that narrative was written historically and how we move forward together. Being an immigrant myself, I used to see Thanksgiving as this secular celebration that let me embrace my Americanness. But the more I delved into its history, the more I realized the painful truths it carries. Now, my approach has definitely evolved. I cherish family gatherings and community but I also make room for inconvenient truths. This Thanksgiving, I am grateful, but my heart is heavy with grief and sorrow. As we break bread, I can't ignore the ongoing struggles in different parts of the world. The Palestinian people facing genocide, the Israeli hostages needing a safe return, the Afghan refugees forced from their homes in Pakistan and the dire humanitarian crisis in the Democratic Republic of Congo all demand our attention. So as you, our listeners, celebrate this Thanksgiving, I urge you to hold space in your hearts for the pain and suffering of others. Let's remember that our comfort comes with the responsibility to speak truth to power. And while you enjoy your meal, please extend your thoughts and compassion beyond your table. It's the least we can do for a world in need. In the end, I ask all of you, what do you think? How do we adapt national holidays to fit our own needs? Is there a way to joyfully celebrate a holiday and speak out against ongoing injustices at the same time? Let me know your thoughts. You can reach me at sadia at immigrantlypod.com. This episode was produced by me, written by Pipasuki Carlson. The editorial review was done by Shay Yu. Our sound designer and editor for this episode is Steve Martin. Our theme music is by Simon Hutchinson. Until next time, when we have another important conversation, take care and happy Thanksgiving to all of you.